0: It's Tuesday, and a lot has happened so far. Yes, it has. And unfortunately, a lot of it still has kind of remaining to be seen what that actually means in the long run.
1: Right. You know, I don't want to say that we're on, you know, I wouldn't say at all that we're on a nothing burger here, but it is, there's, there's, a lot has happened, a lot of implications of what happened yesterday will... Uh, you know, yet to see w- where that goes. So, but at, at the same time, it might be as simple as yeah, okay. So, you know, some somebody didn't file something correctly.
0: <laughs> I was going to say so. So that we clarify, you know, as we record yesterday would be uh, when the FBI executed a warrant to search Mar-a-Lago for uh, what's assumed to be. Secret or classified documents—just uh, documents that should not be uh, in the possession of anyone in an unsecured fashion.
1: Right. So you know, similar to some of the outcri- outcries from seven-ish years ago, six six years ago,
0: about you know a certain someone's email server. Yes, very, very, very similar uh, arguments, and. Uh, just to to back up slightly, uh, was there ever actually a warrant issued for the emails? I didn't think to check that beforehand. Uh, I think it was voluntarily turned over. I believe it was the course of an investigation.
1: I believe it was voluntarily turned over, and um, one of the timelines that uh, the timeline I saw today, uh, as reported by CNN, showed that uh, you know, the FBI. Yeah. You know they've been trying to get these documents, and I think it's I think it's it amounts to about fifteen boxes of documents, um, that they don't have access to, and at some point they could actually see them in his residence when they they went to get it, and but they uh, they weren't allowed to take them. They could see them like behind a locked door, you know. I'm not exactly sure the exact details of the the structure that uh, you know of the of the the house but they were they they were they were able to see exactly where they were but they weren't able to to take them and so uh, yesterday they went and got them they got the uh, uh, warrant um, which is kind of a you know when I was say kind of a big deal this has never happened before uh, to this level of of uh, former office holder you know Former president of the United States had his house raided by the FBI because he wouldn't give up. You know, he wouldn't return some documents that he wasn't supposed to have.
0: I'm I'm going to nitpick on the the use of the term "raiding" as well, though, because it wasn't a raid. It was a, a lawfully executed search warrant. You know, a, a raid would be uh, still lawfully executed, but it would involve. Um, you know, kicking in a door and not being nearly as concerned about uh, property as it sounds like this was very much a uh, in cooperation with Secret Service agents who were on premise. You know, letting the agents in to execute the search warrant without causing damage. I don't know. It was a peaceful raid.
1: Fair, <laughs> I, you know, I,
0: however you want to think of it, but raiding is typically not. Uh, not the appropriate term for the the lawful execution of a search warrant, um, but I do want to go back for a moment and and emphasize a couple of things because it's you kind of hinted at it and, and glossed over it, and I know it's partially for the sake of conversation, um, but the the fact that the FBI knew these documents were there and had requested these documents previously means that they actually were attempting to obtain what they needed peacefully and without going through uh, the headache of getting a judge to sign off on a warrant that allows them to go take them you know the the, the big thing what well, the big thing to remember is that search warrants are typically used when there is concern that the evidence either isn't going to be tampered with or otherwise um, compromised in some way, or that there's a con- very consistent level of uncooperation, even though you know that something is there that, uh, based on other evidence. Yeah. Some of the, uh, some of what was
1: reported and 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 what I was seeing today was that, uh, uh, Trump himself had torn up some of the documents, um, uh, Prior to the FBI uh, seizing
0: them to, uh, yesterday, yeah, that um, based on other information, that wouldn't surprise me at all. No, no, no. That I mean, it, it fits. It's it's on brand for
1: the uh, for the uh, Trump administration. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, the the this you know, if nothing else, uh, the significance of this is that uh, he did not cooperate and the, uh, FBI had to, uh, execute, you know, um, uh, request, uh, and execute on a warrant that allowed them to, um, enter his, enter his, uh, enter his house, uh,
0: against his will. And specifically means that they had to have a combination of probable cause, very explicit, uh, parameters around what they were looking for and where they expected it to be, because of uh, the concern about violating Fourth Amendment rights. You know, you cannot issue a a search warrant that is vague in scope that could be used to to search you know other properties or a larger uh, area or threshold than what has been agreed upon based on probable cause. And had to have a uh, a judge, a high level judge or magistrate sign off on it. If you've got all that going for you, like, why are you arguing about the execution of a search warrant and making it sound like it's weaponization of a law enforcement agency doing its job?
1: Well, you know, it just go it just goes to show that, um, much like uh, other issues this is not about, it's not, it's not about the rule of law. It's not about the, um, you know, law and order. This is about people who want to stay in power and do not want to give up power and will do, do so by, I, we're in a place where like, I feel like it's appropriate to say any means necessary. We did not have a, you know, they, you know, January sixth was you know, uh, a- an insurrection was incited, and I think to l- to not look back and say that was a coup would be incorrect. It wasn't a military coup, but it was a coup nonetheless um, you know I think some people have felt uh, uh, at least some 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 folks that I've talked to. I felt a little bit apprehensive about calling it a coup because folks kind of packed up at you know 5 or 6 o'clock at night when it was starting to get dark and said, hey, it's time to go home. So it kind of felt, you know, it was impotent in that way, but um, um, it was a successful coup. It just didn't end uh, the way we see coups ending in the movies or hear about them in in other countries. You know, folks just went... Go ahead. I was say, folks just went back to their hotels.
0: I I think that the part that people forget about there is that the once reinforcements arrived and it was clear that they were regaining control of the situation, that is when people started dispersing.
1: Right. You know. You know. It's it's no telling. You know. It could have been a bloody coup had they found Pence or Pelosi. Or, or maybe I mean anybody. Like uh, I, I go back and think of, uh, I believe Alan Goodman, who successfully led them away from uh, fl- fleeing Congress people. Yeah, so it was yeah, it
0: was a coup, and and the only reason people went home or back to hotels or whatever is just because the the way. Our legal system works. the The entire point of at that point was just to regain order. I mean, if you, uh, you know, detained someone or arrested someone on site, sure. But those that dispersed or avoided it, you trust in the system to go after them after the fact, which we've also subsequently seen. It's not the same as uh, a. Military coup, from the standpoint of you're not relying on the justice system there, you're relying on the capture and probable execution of resistance. Yes,
1: good things to point out. You know, the you know movies will typically demonstrate, or uh, not demonstrate, but uh, portray the uh, you know the latter kind of coup that you talked about—a military coup where you you know execute the resistance. Yeah,
0: Because, it, it, you know, in a, in a military coup, the entire point is to eliminate the opposition. And you could say that a, a number of those uh, who stormed the capital were also intent on eliminating the opposition as they saw it, but not to the point of it being a, a well-orchestrated military endeavor that was capable of withstanding the peacekeeping force that was eventually launched against it.
1: Essentially they didn't go big so they went
0: home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so speaking of the sixth and, and news for the week, even though we, we haven't gotten past Tuesday, uh whether this will be a, a big revelation or not is yet to be seen, but um Alex Jones uh of InfoWars, isn't that yeah, the name of his show, yeah, ridiculous his show. yeah. Um, has been convicted of libel or defamation. I don't remember which one. I think it was defamation. The lawsuit for his lies about Sandy Hook, and uh, has been ordered to pay you know forty nine million dollars to to those families. But during the course of that trial, uh, his, and I'm assuming it's an image of his phone. Um, if not, it was the entire digitized contents of his phone. Uh, were turned over to the prosecuting attorney, uh, apparently by mistake. But uh, subsequently, because of his prominence around uh, January 6th, even though he was not part of the the group that went into the Capitol, uh, he did have communications with Trump allies. And so those uh, details were also shared with the uh, House committee investigating January 6th, and it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that. It, indeed it will. Um, I think
1: uh, I, his tune, you know, I don't, I don't know if you've watched any of the clips from his, uh, his, the, his, uh, court proceedings, but, uh, he, he, his countenance changed significantly after, after his, um, uh, the, uh, prosecutor or the, uh, plaintiff, uh, the plaintiff's attorneys, uh, had access to their, uh, the contents of his phone. And furthermore, you know, um, he lied. Um, so he may be facing criminal charges, uh, of perjury for lying uh, on the stand. And he's, he's, uh, he is in a, uh, pretty bad, uh pretty bad place so i can't i can't imagine that uh, tucker carlson's also not you know having some level of concern about what he's what jones is facing and may have some concerns of his own one can only hope one can only hope and at this point this is the
0: find out phase of uh, fuck around and find out but, and it's it's one of those things that, that this just this is the piece that gets under my skin. I'm fine with opinions, and I'm fine with discussing opinions, and I'm fine with asking questions for the sake of conversation or to play devil's advocate or whatever. When it is clear that that is what is happening, it's this ridiculous. Presentation of things as fact or steering the conversation to unequivocally over and over and over present this other information in a way that makes people believe it as fact that just irritates me to no end. And that's being as nice as I possibly can about it.
1: Yeah, I think we've talked about this. Uh, I know that we've talked about this before, but presenting incorrect, presenting misinformation as fact is immoral and it is, it is, I don't believe it. it is something that should be covered by your first amendment rights. This is not, uh, you know, when, when a legitimate news source, um, makes a mistake and they retract it, you know, you know, so much, so much of the time the damage is done, but there is, there is a level of, of, uh, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if that it's remorse, but there is, you know, it is not a good thing to have to retry. You know, it is, you know, uh,
0: it's, it's a, a level of responsibility, yes. in general.
1: And there, you know, it is the the whole thing is like, you know, there's a certain way of doing things, a certain way of of having a, a certain number of sources that corroborate what it is that you're. Um, reporting on so that you are getting it right and you know even when you follow all that sometimes it can be wrong and you have to retract that but uh, like you said it is a is a source of responsibility and these kind of shows uh, even though they present themselves as news and they present their positions and opinions as reporting the news you know legally uh, they're doing business as entertainment entertainers and that's this level of deception is immoral
0: and, and inappropriate and hopefully the uh the info wars case or the i guess it's technically against alex jones specifically isn't it it's not against the entity um yeah, but I expect that into. T- I I didn't I didn't fact check this,
1: but I expect that uh, I think that they went ahead and filed bank info wars and went ahead and filed bankruptcy.
0: They did. I I did okay. see. Okay. Yeah, I did see that in the news. I did see also that uh, they were funneling funds into other shell accounts as well prior to declaring bankruptcy. Well, I, I say shell accounts. That part's maybe not factual. It may just be. They're related. just moving companies, move- or yeah, they're, they're moving a, they're, money. They're moving money.
1: But uh, am I am I not wrong to think that uh, uh, legally it's like oh you started moving money around this time it's like yeah that doesn't matter we can go back I mean if you spend it it's gone but you know I don't I don't know
0: I'm not familiar yeah I'm, with am I'm sure there's, there are I'm sure there are some m- methods depending on how it was moved and everything else and there's I'm sure there's a certain amount that could be, well, you're still held liable for this, regardless of whether you moved the money around. Yeah. I expect it just makes it more difficult to get, the, get to that money, if nothing else. So, interestingly, unless things have changed or are drastically different in different jurisdictions, judgments from civil suits typically are difficult to collect on anyway because they're not actively enforced, generally speaking, for, by... Any agency, you know, normally it's up to whoever won the suit to use their methods and and whatever legal options to attempt to gain payment. And so you might be awarded a settlement, but unless you have someone willing to continue to go after those funds and you have the resources to continue to pay for that until it happens, a lot of times that's where it ends. So you're saying you need a Chili Palmer, a Shylock. To an extent, yeah. (laughs) Um, It's, the only reason I know about this is because there's a secondary market that a lot of times companies will buy those judgments for X amount on the dollar. Right. Hoping that they can manage to get the full amount and you get at least a payout out of it. Kind of a horrible racket, but it's, sums up corporate America or not corporate America, capitalistic America. Yeah, it does. I think, you know, it got me thinking about
1: oh this tangent around capitalism, but uh, I'll I'll save it for a different time.
0: Yeah, we probably ought to uh, at least go back to if there was anything else that was uh, of interest around the just the other news of the day or if that kind of is just it for now like I know for me it's it's a very I'm glad these events transpired but I'm still not sure that anything really is going to manifest itself out of them and and so there's a certain amount of pessimism in my outlook uh which should be expected I suppose based on the generational group that I'm a part of so this kind
1: of fits in you know this kind of fits in under the heading of um it's good that these things are happening uh these are this is just the beginning of the story and it could possibly be close to the end it, that's yet to be seen um mm-hmm. but it is the existing the existing system doing what the existing system does it's one of the you know it feels good because it's been a while since we've seen the existing system do what we expect the existing existing system to do but it doesn't change the system. We're not none of this none of this is indicative of a cha- of the change that we've been talking about and that we need. much like uh, much like um, slightly off topic but much like uh, Brianna Taylor's uh, uh, the police that uh, murdered her they were convicted but it doesn't change the system. It's a good thing that they got convicted, but the system hasn't changed. It's great that we um, are standing up to Trump as a bully. Um, It's great that the FBI went in and collected the documents that they went to collect, the ones that they've been requesting, but it's not a change of the system.
0: Yeah, part of me... So part of me wants to argue it in a way and... Part of me agrees, and i'll I'll clarify. So the part of me that agree agrees is just based on the arguments you lined out, verbatim, no you know no changes or tweaks. The part of me that slightly disagrees is that it's how our system changes in general. you know it's it's not clean. We don't see massive sweeping changes very often, if ever what we see are these iterations where groups are held accountable and precedent is set for further groups to be held accountable. And that's kind of the basis of the system, the existing system, attempting to be able to evolve, even if it's slower than we would like. So it's, it is, in a in that method or in that manner, a change in the system because it sets the precedent for it to continue so it, it really depends on how you view what is changing the existing system versus the change that is needed for the systems that we've we've discussed
1: i can i can follow that line of thinking and 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 get behind that line of thinking uh, i guess i guess the problem i'm seeing is it's like you know it's a little bit exciting to see the system do what it should what it should be doing where it's like this is kind of how it should be working all of the time well the
0: uh, yeah i, I agree that i think the biggest part of it is that we're impatient because of the amount of information and everything else like it's just life in general happens faster than these systems tend to move and and that's kind of the nature of you know information gathering and building a case and everything else especially when you have concerns about precedence and wanting to make sure you have all of your bases covered and everything else I think the other part of it though is we're still seeing systems not working the way they should and it's frustrating because we're seeing other systems at least attempting to work the way they should and there's not a way to really kind of point that out on a, a stage where it makes sense you know we we have these small conversations that certainly can point it out and eliminate it in small groups and that's important to continue but like it would be really nice to walk onto the floor of Congress and say hey look the Department of Justice that system it's it's doing what it's supposed to do can you guys maybe speed up the process of getting to where you're doing what you're supposed to do um, and of course that's hyperbolic but it's it's reminiscent of or it illustrates kind of the the frustration that I see and it, it maybe it's just frustration with events in general um, but you know you think about congress' is, is very much not operating the way it was designed, and the judiciary is not completely firing on all cylinders the way it was designed either, and so there's there's enough held over concern from that that you see something like this occurring where the process is is slowly but still you know faithfully trudging along the way it should and there's a a disconnect because you you know other processes aren't and so it's okay when is this one going to go off the rails
1: yeah except for i'm sitting here thinking is like uh
0: when are we going to get the other ones on the rails? Yeah, it's all a matter of whether you're an inherent pessimist or a positivist.
1: Mm. See, I feel like that is uh, that's the position of the pessimist because everything's off the rails. <laughs> so at this point, the only thing that you can do is get
0: things on the rails. Now, wouldn't that be the the, the realist or the practicalist? You know, some <laughs> some effort. The, the pessimist would be very much a. Uh, it's off the rails and it's never making it back. That's fair. I'm at least not that bad yet. Give me another decade.
1: We have a number of different ways set up for you to get in touch with us to provide feedback, ask questions, or just comment in about
0: something we've discussed. You can hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Untitled_Hosts, hosts, or shoot an email over to untitled.hosts at gmail.com or get in touch directly with Jesse at jthart.com, or get in touch with me, John, via telepathy. If you would like to support our work, or are interested in listening to our new after-show feed, head over to patreon.com slash theuntitledpodcast and take a look at the options we have set up. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. And we hope to connect with more
1: of you as we continue this journey. That's a wrap.